Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Talk Daytime. Tonight, we have Lindsay Godfrey, who most of you know from Bold and the Beautiful on with us. Uh, I recently watched an episode of Michelle Stafford's podcast, which if you haven't checked it out, you have to. It's absolutely hilarious. And I enjoyed it so much, and I immediately wanted to invite Lindsay on the show. And I emailed her, and she was more than happy to do this. So, as always, I've got Kathy with me, and we would love it if you guys would hang out with us and chat along with us on Twitter or in the box below. And, yeah, Lindsay's here, so we're going to get started. I'm going to put her on. Lindsay? Hi. Hi. How are you? Can you hear me? Oh. <laughs> I'm good. I apologize in advance. Um, I wasn't supposed to have my daughter here today, um, but she's here, so you may hear a tiny voice come in and out. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Kathy's got kids, and Kathy's got a son, and sometimes we hear him, and she also has pets, so it's fine. We just go with it. Perfect. Yeah, my son is a so no chance of him chiming in the sun. My sister's away, so we're good. (laughs) Um. Okay, so I wanted to start tonight. First of all, Kathy pointed out to me before we went on that you're from Florida, so you're a Southern girl, too. We're both from Alabama. So. Oh, yes. Yep. Southern yeah, girl so. Sure. Yeah, we both live so in Alabama. Alabama. She lives in. I live on Go the ahead, Gulf Coast. I live um, Yeah. But what got you started out in acting? Um, was it something that you just were drawn to or was, uh, you know, did you have something in particular that kicked things off or? Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I was always like really drawn to comedies and I often mimicked like a lot of my favorite comedians and um, I always memorized scenes and uh, performed them when I was a kid and I was in chorus, but um, I cannot sing, like, to save my life. And um, my, I can't sing and I can't sit still. And so my, my choir teacher recommended my mom that I, sh- so that I should try drama when I got a little bit older. And I did. And um, I went to a high school drama competition and got found there. And by, uh, actually by Chrissy Metz's manager um, from This Is Us, we had the same manager and we, lived in this crazy actor's house together, and then she was my legal guardian for a little while. <laughs> okay, that's not yeah, like a story there. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. How, how did you end up under somebody else's care like that? Pardon? I said, that sounds like a story. She she became your legal guardian for a little while? Yeah, we. Uh, I was 16 and um, living out here all by myself, and so, yeah, my mom would just basically have to sign guardianship over to whoever I was living with so that they could make legal decisions for me because she was I think I was 16 and she was 25 um and so yeah I mean neither of us you know neither like of us old enough to be doing what we were doing but (laughs) but you managed and you came out okay pardon oh I I said that you you managed it worked yeah it worked out it was cool it was and it's a cool experience and a cool cool story to tell 
Well, I wanted to talk about, so I saw you, I had never, well, I've never, I'll admit, I've never watched Bold and Beautiful. I have no idea anything that goes on on that show. I followed you on Twitter forever. I don't know how I just randomly was already following you, but I saw you on Michelle Stafford's podcast. I've been trying to watch all of them because I'm behind, and she's like podcast goals because I think she's so funny. And I loved she's hysterical. that you guys did. And so I looked you up on Twitter, and I was so glad that I was able to, like, find your email on there and stuff. But I loved all the things you guys talked about. It was so funny. Yeah, and it was such a blast. Cause I, I mean, I love Michelle um, anyway, and so it's just easy. She's easy to be around. So it was just kind of like hanging out and just chatting like we would normally do. <laughs> so it was awesome. Yeah, I told Kathy, I was like, my goal is, like, we've always done, like, more structured interviews, and I was like, I'm going to do our show the way we, like, she does hers. Like, they just sit there and talk, and it seems so fun. Like, we're going yeah. to do that. But I want to That's talk, what we did, so for sure. I, I loved hearing about, um, you're a cancer survivor, and you were talking about that a little bit on her podcast, and, like, just the way that you were talking about life and, like, how that kind of affected you was so amazing to me, and I admired that. And, um, yeah, so I was wondering if you would share a little bit of that with um, our listeners tonight if you want to. Yeah, of course. Um, so I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma stage 3A um, when I, a month before my 18th birthday, and I underwent 12 rounds of chemotherapy for six months. And um, I had just come off of a NBC show where I was um, a, a recurring on it, and, you know, it's kind of like things were going in a different direction, and then your whole life kind of gets halted, and it's amazing how... Um, I think sickness kind of really puts things into a perspective for you where you start to really truly appreciate the small things. And, um, you know, like my favorite thing in the world is just getting up in the morning with my daughter and, and doing like morning routine with her or putting her to bed at night, things that kind of people would normally find boring or um, tedious. I, I, I kind of find joy in them because I get to be around to do them, which is really exciting. Yeah, I just well, love hearing that because, like, that's different. Go ahead, Kathy. Well, and you, you've, you've had uh, a couple, I guess, a couple of different uh, close calls. I didn't know you, I remember you being in an accident a couple of years ago. Have you fully recovered from that? Yeah. I'm, we always jokingly call me Wolverine. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have definitely had a, my share of, of, uh, of close calls as far as, life or death uh, moments and uh, um, yeah the accident was kind of crazy just walking on the sidewalk and there was a car accident and one of the cars came up and over the sidewalk and took out me in a bus bench and broke both my legs um, so yeah it's one of those things where I'm like it's definitely made for an interesting life <laughs> but again well, that's like, okay though because you can share that with people and you can share like like, for me, listening to you talk about that and just, like, you know, most of us, like, we live such a fast-paced life now and, like, with everything that goes on around us and with social media and stuff and nobody stops to appreciate, like, super small things until you have something happen to you like that. And, unfortunately, like, it takes that sometimes. So it's nice to hear, like, it's a nice refresher to hear somebody who's been there talk about that now. Yeah, and it makes you honestly take a moment to actually be grateful for the dark times because it makes you enjoy the light times so so much more you know I when I'm you know during those times when it's really hard and it's really rough and you kind of stand there and you're like gosh I can't take anymore I oftentimes will stop and just kind of say thank you for this moment of 
of struggle because when it gets better and it will get better, it's going to feel so much better. <laughs> and, yeah. and just to have something be normal is going to feel like the greatest thing ever. So you kind of, you get, you become grateful for everything. You become grateful for the times when things are easy and then you do become grateful for the times when you're struggling because you know when you aren't struggling anymore, it's going to be so much more beautiful. Do you, yeah, yeah, do you find that? Do you find that it gives you um, a, a little bit more patience than you think you typically would have? Like, for instance, my my son was born extremely premature, so he he spent the first eight months of his life in the NICU, and so oh. I find myself now really wanting to when I when he does this typical kid thing, and you know, you, typically I would want to just lose it. I find myself taking a deep breath and going, "Wait a second, you know, this is you know, stop, take a minute." you don't need to do that because, you know, he easily could not be here. You know, it could have been gone bad or gone the other way. And I just find that it, it gives me a level of patience that I probably wouldn't have otherwise had. And do you find that to be true, just the pers- your perspective on things like that have changed? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm definitely patient. I mean, I've, uh, I have a lot of patience, I feel like. I, 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 it takes me a long time to get up to my breaking point for sure. Um but I also kind of feel like at that point where you just – I just take things day by day, and I don't like to look at things that like the, as the bigger picture because that gets overwhelming. So it does teach you to, like, kind of live in the moment and being like, okay, I can't possibly think about what the, what's going to happen tomorrow, so let me just focus on getting through the next 10 minutes. So 100% I find um, – and I'm patient not just only with her, I'm just patient with other people. Um, and – and I love, and I, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, and any time that you experience something, whether it, you know, it's anything traumatic or anything that's sad or dark time in your life, I feel like you can relate to people who have been there or been through something similar even more. Like when you, like if you've lost someone or if you've been through that yourself or if you've been hurt or if you've had, you know, been sick, anything like that. Like you can really relate to other people on another like level through that and even if it's not the same situation, like it gives you a better understanding of what other people are experiencing. Yeah. It's almost like a, a like a sisterhood or something when you, you know, yeah, it's a club. Um, <laughs> it's a club. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm grateful and I'm beyond honored that me being open and sharing my stories with people, um, you know, helps them cope with their, their situation or makes them feel like they're not alone and that everybody kind of goes through it because, everybody goes through some sort of great tragedy at some point, you know, and just knowing that you're not alone, I feel like is always a nice feeling. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I agree. I want to ask a question completely changing gears here. Um, One of the (laughs) things that I really liked, uh, uh, one of the things I do every year is I watch all of the daytime Emmy reels and things like that. And one of the things that I loved from your reel a couple of years ago was that it was so comedy-based. I loved yeah. that because nobody else was putting in anything like that in their reels. And I just wanted to ask, do you, do you find yourself drawn more to comedy than, than higher drama? Do you think that that's really where your niche is, or do you just enjoy doing it more? Or was that just a random happenstance? I thought it was a fantastic reel. Um, it's a little bit of all of it, to be honest with you. Um, you know, for a long time when I first was brought on the show, uh, they really didn't know what to do with me. They didn't know where they wanted to put the character. Um, she was very similar to Kim Matula's character. Um, and so, and they didn't want that. So it took them a little bit to figure it out. And then when Brad Bell learned of my, uh, my love of comedy, he kind of just let me take the reins with it and run with it. And so 
for the first, I would say probably year and a half I was on that show, I, I never had a crying scene. So that was just, that was all I had to submit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the option of submitting some powerful thing because my character never cried. She was the comedic relief of the show. And if she cried, it was more of a pout. And it wasn't like anything traumatic. She really didn't deal with things that way. Um, I've had a love of comedy my whole life. It's just, it's the thing that makes me happy. Um, I, yeah, in one minute, please, baby. Um, it's the thing that's always made me happy. And, uh, but I, I do love doing drama and I do love finding, um, the pain and, and the levels in, in drama, but comedy will always be my, my first, my first love. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit of everything. I just didn't have, I didn't happen to have anything. And I was, it was kind of great. I felt like people said it was kind of, um, that year they're like, it was a nice little break from such, uh, heavy scenes to have somebody come in and just be a complete lunatic. Um, well, I was going through a real lack of real of sadness and despair. And it was, I got to see that one and I was just like, Oh, thank you. This was awesome. <laughs> Well, soaps are notorious for being, like, dramatic and everybody's crying. And I feel like everything, you know, characters go through periods of being happy. But for the most part, everybody's always crying. So it's nice to have those characters that are just there. Like, they're there for the comedic relief and they're so funny. So it's, it's it goes well. Yeah, and it's great. And um, I always get grateful when they let me come in and play. I often, you know, because this uh, with soaps, this the situations are so much more heightened. But I always come in and yeah. kind of am, like, laughing or while we're doing this, you know, like, this is so crazy. <laughs> like, in what world will this be a thing? <laughs> and, and it's, well, you know, it's funny. And it's, I... Go ahead. I was going to say, while we're on the subject of soaps, and you said that about, like, the crazy moments. So what, to you, is, like, the funniest, like, cliche soap thing that, like, we still see even now that just, like, it totally makes you laugh, even if it's dramatic? Um... There's a bunch of them. That, you know what makes me really laugh is when um, they replace a character with a different actor, and then nobody acknowledges the fact that that actor is a completely different yes. person. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yes. Um, like, uh, for even just like, you know, Alita's dad, Robert Adamson, plays Noah Newman on Young and the Restless, and that was played by Kevin Schmidt, who is blonde hair, brown eyed, and then he went to Paris and came back with black hair and green eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they just called him Noah, and that's it. Um, and well, they did that on General Hospital. I was going to say they did that on General Hospital with um, Kiki. She was playing Kristen Alderson played her, and she had dark hair. And then one day, um, Haley Aaron started playing her, and she's blonde, and she's a lot taller. And, like, she looks completely different. And they, like, put a little note saying the role of Kiki is now being played by. And it was, like, nobody's going to acknowledge that this is a completely different person. Different looking person. <laughs> I know. I yeah. Think yeah. Um, and I, I love I love Haley. I just got to meet her recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's great. What, she's what, a really great actress. Back in the day, when, they, when they topped it out, though, I think when they replaced a, a, a decidedly uh, Asian actress with uh, – um, Oh my goodness, my brain just went completely blank. She's on Days of Our Lives now, and she played Blair on One Life to Live. Uh, Kathy. Kathy DeFiva. Kathy DeFiva. Yeah. yeah. She, she replaced oh. an Asian actress. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of those ones where I'm like, oh. 
Yeah, no acknowledgement whatsoever. It was just like, there you go. Yeah, I've I've so asked one of your other friend, I've asked like soap friends like what's what's the most ridiculous one you you've seen? And somebody told me they saw it once where the person was going in for a hug, and when they came out of the hug, they were a different person. And I was like, that's the <laughs> well, okay. That's so funny that you said. I don't know why that made me think of this, but one time, like on General Hospital, I know that they are. They just don't care. When it comes to characters coming and leaving, they just, like, pretend that character's on vacation forever. And I notice it, like, it happens pretty frequently because people come and go. And I remember one time Laura got, like, a phone call and said she was going to the doctor, and she literally didn't come back for a year. That was the longest doctor yeah. ever. Like, <laughs> all year she didn't come back. Yeah. And that's usually nobody knew she was leaving. <laughs> Yeah, and that's usually a solution for when they run out of story or the actor wants to leave the show or um, any number of reasons. It's Those are usually the solutions. Um, I mean, my character was in New York for the past year. So. <laughs> well, yeah, like, uh, like a yeah. doctor's appointment for a whole year. Like, I thought it was so funny. They didn't, we didn't know that the actress was even leaving. I mean, it just happened one day. And I was like, surely, like, she'll come back. No, like not for a year, and I, it was just so funny to me. Like that's the best excuse they can come up with. She had to go to the doctor. <laughs> She's at the doctor's office. It's been it's very serious. Yeah. Now uh, my mom was like, "Imagine if she had blood work." <laughs> <laughs> now your status on Bold and Beautiful is recurring, technically, but are 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 you still filming there? Are you coming back, or uh, are you kind of moving hey. on at this point? You know, I'm I'm back right now for a stint. I got a a phone call, um, and I'm happy to be back. And I and I you know I love working there. And Bold Bold's always been a family of mine. Um, so it's kind of one of those things where it's all you know it's the balls and balls in their court for sure. Uh, but I am filming currently. Um, with them, I just don't. I have no idea <laughs> any of the details. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I was excited to get the call. I didn't think it, it kind of came out of, uh, it was definitely a shock. Cause I had made an announcement that it, like, wasn't going to happen anymore, and then it came out of nowhere. So it was a pleasant surprise for sure. Well, that's how so well, far the nature of them, they just move so fast. Well, yeah. maybe that announcement prodded, prodded some soap fans to kind of bug everybody and, and say, hey, what what's up, give her a call. Cause, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Well, on the subject of that a little bit, so tell us, like, what is it like or what is your favorite part of working on a soap and, like, kind of what is that like for you on the daily and what do you love about it and what do you, like, what could you do without about working on a soap? Because everybody has that thing about their um, job that they just, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, I love, we get to work um, some pretty solid hours and I and I love, like, you know, it still allows me to come home and usually either, either at least take a lady to school or pick her up from school, which I really, really love. Um, I, I weirdly enough love how fast paced it is, which a lot of actors don't like. Um, it feels like a challenge that you have to go in and just absolutely nail, nail the scene if you want it to be good, because you don't get that many options to do it um, that many times. And I love that. I, I think it's really, I work really well under pressure. So I, I, I really, really love that aspect of it. And um, I don't think I'll ever miss having to do bikini scenes. 
Um, <laughs> those will always be like those things that you're like, oh man. <laughs> that would be so stressful. I would. That would make me want to cry. Like that sounds so like. I'd be so just conscious of it because you're gonna be on TV. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're on TV. It's not even just like it's internationally or it's all over the world, and everybody on that show looks like they've been sculpted from butter. So there's just so much pressure to be. <laughs> yeah, soaps definitely give us unrealistic expectations of what people look like because not everybody walks around looking that amazing all the time. But characters on no, soaps it's so always much somehow work. manage to look I perfect. <laughs> Now, see, well, it, would, perfect. So it would work out perfect really well for me. It would work out really well for me because they'd probably pay me to not be seen in a bikini. So <laughs> I would be the there. Nobody wants to see this old well, lady in a bikini. Well, I just, that sounds, like, so stressful to me. And, like, it's forever immortalized on, on the Internet if it was on TV because nowadays everything's on the Internet. That's just a scary thought. <laughs> not to make it worse, but... <laughs> Anyway, okay, so uh, switching a little bit, but still talking about soap. Um, is there a soap character out there that's, like, currently or in the past that you're a fan of that you would like, like, a role that you would want to take on or somebody that you just wish you could play for a day on any of the shows? Hello, are you all there? Hello? Like, watching myself? Are there? Oh no, you're there. Oh, yeah. I just the thing is acting really weird. Oh. I don't know oh. what happened. The thing uh, just froze for a minute. But anyway, go ahead. Um, I don't like to watch myself uh, very much, so I don't. I haven't. I don't really watch the show, <laughs> so I don't really know the characters all that well. Um, I mean, there's characters that I love, but I don't. I would never want to play for a day just because I don't think I could do them justice. <laughs> Uh, because I like like I love the character of Maya on our show, and I think Carla Mosley does just a beautiful, beautiful job. And Quinn, who's played by Rena Sofer, is a really fun character. But uh, Rena does such a beautiful job. So there's plenty of characters where I think, ah, that character's awesome, but I would never think to you don't want to play them because. <laughs> Well, no, not that I don't want to be them. I would totally want to be them, but I would never uh, think that I could do it better than the person that's doing it. So right. it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, that's a cool role, but I'm just going to watch and appreciate it from afar because you're doing an amazing <laughs> job with it. So it sounds yeah, like totally. we, need to get we need to get you connected with a character that can pretty much say anything without recrimination because that kind of <laughs> seems to be the common theme with those two characters. Yeah, that, I mean that was and that was kind of Caroline for a long time. She was that person that came in and was like, you know, hey, remember when this bad thing happened and you two were doing this thing together? That was awful. And then she kind of leaves. <laughs> She's usually like she doesn't have a lot of a filter, and I I kind of love that, especially on soaps. I love when there's like a strong female character um, who's really opinionated. I really like those characters. I love the character so, who just does whatever they want. Like it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> So let let me go back a little bit. You mentioned that um, you liked the fast pace of, you know, environment of soap. Um, And it sounds like you would probably do really, really well. Do you do a lot of theater or are you interested in doing theater? Because that type of environment seems like it blend itself well and your your training with soaps would help with that. Do you know what's so funny is I never used to want to do it. And then um, Torsten Kay has been, for the past probably two years, has been driving it home to me that he thinks I should do it at least once. 
And so it was nothing I ever wanted to do until recently. And now I've been kind of like looking at like, you know, different plays that are coming up in LA and being like, maybe I should try it. That'd be kind of fun to do. Like just to say I did it. And um, Heather Tom does it occasionally still. And it does seem like something like that would be kind of hand in hand with uh with what we do over there. Cause it is, you know, we always, we, I usually say it's like theater over there. Cause you just come out and you perform and you got to ignore everything that's going on around you. And you just do like a lot of dialogue and a lot of uh, heavy scenes, just one shot. Yeah, totally. And I, know- I have so much respect for people who do theater live because I did a couple in high school, like that we don't have to talk about, but I, I had my moment with theater and I was like minor characters and there's so much going on at all, like at all times. Like it's so insane to me. Like I couldn't imagine playing like the lead or like doing that on a daily, like that would be so stressful to me. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't done theater since I was a kid. Um, And, and it was really fun and I really thrived and I loved it um, when I did it, but it's been, I mean, gosh, this has been 15 years since probably I stepped foot on a stage. Yeah, it's it's stressful to me. I did it a few times, and it just uh, totally not my – well, I did it because I wanted to take acting in high school, and it was part of the gig. You know, like, you take acting, you have to be in the play. And it was so stressful, yeah. like, so much going on all the time. And, like, I remember we did a show about um, – we did the Laramie Project, which if you're not familiar with, it's um, about – what's his name? Oh, I'm totally blanking. Matthew it's about – okay. Thank you, Kathy. Yes, it's about him. And it's about, like, the story of that trial. Um, he was in Laramie, Wyoming, and he was gay, and uh, he uh, he was killed because of it, unfortunately. And it was so sad, and we did a story. We didn't do the story of that. We did the story of the trial. It was, like, a three-hour-long play, and it was it was so boring. Like, my family was like, we love you, but we can't go every night because it's just so boring. <laughs> and there was so much going on. Like, it's so stressful. I cannot imagine doing that every day. And, like, that's basically oh, what I you're imagine doing doing it. like theater. Yeah, it is because we do we film two episodes a day um, and we film for four days out of the week. So we film eight episodes a week. So you could have, you know, you could be in one episode or you could be in all eight. <laughs> you could have to memorize yeah. anywhere between, you know, six to 120 pages of dialogue in a, in a week and then get up the next week and do the same thing again. So it's, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting forum and um and I don't know. I really like it. I I like how quick it moves. Now, so you did, get you get, get, lot, did you get to do a lot of the uh, international shots that the show is kind of famous for? I'm trying to think back, and I'm, I remember. I honestly can't remember in and out. You know, I don't know. And the way that it filmed is kind of seamless too. I'm sure that there are shots that look like they're international that aren't necessarily in. Um, sorry. I, I, what was the question? <laughs> Have oh, I ever okay. gone did with the show internationally? To, yeah, did you get to did you get to go do part of that when when you guys got to film um overseas? No. No, I've never gotten to do that unfortunately. I wish I did. Uh but I haven't been fortunate enough to do that one. It looks well, like they go though. eventually here <laughs> now. <laughs> so Yeah, I'm they're heading to Monte Carlo this have, week. You said that you're um you memorize like up to 120 pages of dialogue. So how often, or not how often, but how far in advance do you like receive this script? And like, how long do you have to learn that? Because that sounds insane to me. 
Um, it depends. When you're on contract, they usually get it to you like you get it a week out. Um, now I get it kind of like the Friday before the week I'm supposed to be filming. But for me, I just have to learn the night before. So, like, I need to learn because I can't – I'll get the scripts too mixed up if I try to learn everything in advance. Yeah. Um, so I literally, like, if I have – if I have two – um, I usually will just learn the night before and sit and sit with it, but I'll, I'll read them all when I get them and familiarize myself with them. Now, do you yeah, have so any that's an amazing skill. <laughs> do you have anything, any special things you do to try to help you memorize, or do you just have a natural knack for it? Um, I have a really good uh, – I'm a visual learner, which I feel like is really helpful when it comes to that thing. And it comes to that in particular, I'm really good at, uh, if I read something three times, I pretty much have it committed to memory. Um, and I, I think the most important thing for like actors is figuring out what kind of learner there are. Cause you can either be like a visual learner or an audio learner or a kinesthetic learner. And that's kind of been the fun thing for me, even on the show is figuring out how like different people like to learn their lines like um Alayda's father is an audio learner so he will record the other person's lines and he he can only learn his lines by saying them out loud and listening to the other person and that won't work for me I have to just read them and then like I can only do something with like my eyes or if somebody feeds me a line I can't remember it I have to look at it and then like Jackie McInnes Wood is a kinesthetic learner, so she likes to walk and move while she says, says her lines because that's the movement is what she memorizes, which I think is really cool. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, okay, so I wanted to ask, so everybody that listens to this probably watches Soaked or watches you. So what are some things that you watch? Because I know you don't watch yourself, you said. But what are some things that you watch and, like, shows that you're addicted to? Oh, man, there's so many. I really love good shows um and good television um i really am into the handmaid's tale right now and i love i can't wait for game of thrones to come out uh and there's a lot of shows on netflix and hulu that i absolutely love and hbo always has my favorite shows so those those are kind of usually the ones that i stick to <laughs> orphan yeah, black I have I and that's a big one I, that's a great show well, we just got into I'm House in the Cards, and now I'm so addicted. <laughs> yeah, that's a good of, one, too. I'm in the middle of mainlining the, the recent season. Right now I'm about halfway through. So, um, And I haven't, I've got Orange is the New Black is next in the queue. And it's, they yeah, keep Orange coming is the New out. Black is amazing. Yeah, it's so great. I was going to tell you guys, if you're into the Netflix originals, there's a show on there, and it's called The Ranch, and it's a comedy. It's so funny. Sam Elliott and Ashton Kutcher are on it, and it is the yes. funniest thing, like there, I laugh at that show so hard every single time. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it; it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and Kelly Goss, who used to be on Young and the Restless, is on that show. Yay. She, um, she's a recurring on that, I think, or, or series regular. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That show is so hilarious. You, it may, and it's coming back on Friday, I think. But it's so funny, Kathy. If you haven't watched it, you got to watch it too. I haven't seen that one. Um, I think the the last one that I watched was uh, Grace and Frankie, and I love that show, too. Oh, that's a great show. Oh, I haven't watched I that a, yet. I started that one, and, oh, you'll love it. It's so fantastic. I'm gonna it's hilarious. It now I'm going to start it. <laughs> All 
All right, Kathy, what were you going to say before I got you all <laughs> distracted? <laughs> well, I know that you guys are, y'all filmed in the same lot, and you're you're right next to each other, and I know you did a couple of crossovers on Young and the Restless. Uh, do you guys, do, do you still see a lot of those folks? I mean, I know, obviously, you know, your daughter's father, y'all probably see each other a lot, but, you know, but. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> we see each other a lot. Um, yeah, you know, we just celebrated Leah's birthday, and um, we had Cameron Grimes and uh, Kate Fairbanks from over there, and then we also had Haley Aaron and her boyfriend Logan um, at the birthday party for her. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's the people that you get close to and you stay close to. I mean, if I'm on set, I always go see Cameron Grimes, who I absolutely adore. And um, if I'm there, I usually go and hang out with her dad at some point and say hi to him. So, yeah, and uh, I keep in touch with Kim Matula from my show. She's um, killing it right now. She just got a new show on Fox called uh, L.A. to Vegas that should be coming out in January, which is super exciting and um, so yeah, you kind of, you know, when you work in such, uh, tight quarters with everybody, even the people across the hall, we see each other all the time, um, because they're only across the hall <laughs> and, you know, we've, we've established, you know, Bobby and I have both been there for a really long time. Uh, so, you know, you just get used to these people and, you know, Aleda calls camera and auntie cam. Um, so yeah, these, a lot of times they'll just become your family in a way. I wanted to ask you, totally random and off subject, but you said you've mentioned your daughter a few times, and I love her name. Did you just, like, is this just a name that you liked, or how did you name her? Is it something special, or um, did you just hear it and like yeah. it? No, her name actually had a lot of meaning, which was uh, really important to me. So when Robert and I met, he used to call me Little Sprite, because he thought that I looked like a fairy. And uh, <laughs> when I got pregnant, he was, like, totally convinced that she was going to come out and look exactly like me and be, like, this tiny little fairy person. And Aleda means um, small winged one in Latin. And then Seren means star. And when uh, we got engaged, we were stargazing prior to that. And I was pregnant with her at the time. So her name loosely translates to star fairy. That's so That's sweet. So I love that. I just thought it was really pretty. Thank you. Well, we are unfortunately running out of time. We only have about five more minutes. So is there anything that you want to talk about that we left out or something you want to leave our listeners with today? Um, no, whatever you guys want to. <laughs> well, um, what do you want? Well, we love Oh, what have you got on your plate next? What What kind of projects have you got in the works? Um, I have a project that is coming out soon, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Um, but it has to do with that. Like, I don't know. There was, <laughs> I posted on the internet, like this thing where I was a zombie so that that'll be coming out, but I'm not quite allowed to talk about it yet. Um, until they make the announcement. And, um, as a, that's pretty much it. Just that. And then filming the show right now. Uh, and then probably, hopefully more to come soon. <laughs> awesome. Well, we look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, we'll have to come more. back and talk about it once you can. <laughs> yeah, I will. When As soon as I can, I will, absolutely. Okay. Well, we really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for coming. And, um, of course, you're welcome back anytime, and we'd love to have you. So we'll let you go and play with your little girl. Thank you so Thank much. You so- well, have a good day, both of you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
Okay, Kathy, so. Um, I am here. I think still here. Week, okay, just making sure, because sometimes the thing is really weird. And we apologize for the technical difficulties today. I don't know what's going on with blog talk, unless it's the crappy weather here in Alabama. We're, we're having storms, but um, it has, like, frozen a few times. So sorry if you're listening and you're confused. But, um, yeah, next week we're going to – I think we have a Twitter poll going for what next week's show is going to be. So you're going to have to stay tuned to our Twitter to find out what our – theme for next week will be but we're either gonna be doing our favorite scenes or are talking about our favorite characters or we'll be doing the uh 50 random questions about each other game that whole thing that went around a few years ago i know we're we're late to the party but it's fine so um yeah vote in our poll tweet us let us know what you think and uh you'll have to keep up with our social media to know what's coming next but we're we'll be back next thursday at 5 30 of course and uh yeah, let us know what you thought of today. Kathy, you want to say something? I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. Uh, yeah, I'm at so much whatever on Twitter. And we're at talk underscore daytime on Twitter. And Emily, you're, I never can remember your Twitter handle. <laughs> Good thing I have you. <laughs> I know, I want to change it, but I've had it so long. I'm at C 915 and I want to change it just to my name. But I've had that Twitter handle for like six years. <laughs> and I don't want to change it because no one will know who I am. And, you know, <laughs> plus there's that whole thing where you can search your, like, handle and someone else's and see all your tweets together, like, forever. But I, like, I don't know if that still works after you change, like, so I just, I haven't changed it, but it, I should probably just do that. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm rambling today. I'm, oh. Anyway, stop, you're making me laugh, so, like, I'm laughing, stop. Okay, we're back, we're such a mess. We're back next Thursday night at 5.30, and you'll have to figure out or we have to figure out what we're doing we're not sure yet because we're letting you guys decide for us um yeah keep up with us on twitter and i feel like i'm supposed to say something else but i don't know what so we'll talk to you next week bye guys bye step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.